Barney and Friends. Barney Simon. Jacaranda FM. Written scripts and they they want to they've written characters with me in mind, but uh, and then I must just keep that open and but none of them have actually come to me since. Okay. Um, I I'd still like to do more sort of sitcom kind of stuff. Um, but nothing, nothing is uh, solid as yet. That's exactly what Mr. Olifant said last week when we had him. Yeah, he <laughs> wants to do sitcom. South African needs South African sitcom yeah. or mm-hmm. and um, uh, like a. I wouldn't mind a football comedy show, mm. like because because all the, the the current sports shows are all very serious. But I wouldn't mind one kind of even general sports, but especially football, just discussing it and and. Make taking the mickey out of that. Uh, your overseas trips, where the best gig you ever did when you went, uh, it was have you been Canada? Did you go to that big show? No, I've never been to Canada, I've been to the UK a you, few times. Did you enjoy it there? You worked with some big names there, shared a stage in South Africa as well. Do you want to mention a couple of those? Oh, no, only in South Africa. I, oh, I thought you were headlining the UK. Show. No, no, well, I worked, I mean, I, I worked in some cool clubs in the UK, but um. In South Africa, there was the one year of, of what what used to be called the Smirnoff Festival. We had uh, on one festival lineup, we had Jimmy Carr, um, Arj Barker, Ross Noble, Daniel Kitson, um, guy who says "Give me six. I can't remember his name, but he's also he's had his own TV show in the UK. Uh, Lee Mack, Lee Canterbury, some massive Scott Capero huge names and they were all like sort of starting out back then and mm. except for Ross Noble he was already quite quite huge what was it like uh, did you meet them backstage did you uh, have a couple of drinks with them are they actually funny when they get off the stage as well the, the, serious Ross Noble is is and he's probably very not known here in South Africa very unknown if you uh, speak English um, he's funny constantly he's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life Jimmy Carr was was quite quite weird because he was doing the sort of one liner comedy and that was sort of similar to what I was doing at the time and he was he was the only other comic I'd ever see do that kind of thing and he it blew my mind he said it was brilliant and I went to him after after the show and I was like oh Jimmy I really liked your set and he said oh I suppose you want to beat me now and then I kind of looked at him like what and he's like how do you feel you've complimented me on my set and I've called you a homosexual. Mm. Oh. And then he turned out to be quite a cool guy. Yeah. There's there's a, another part of the story that I can't tell on radio. But um it he, he turned out to be pretty chilled and we hung out and it was really nice getting to know all of them and they were they were cool guys. Except for Daniel Kitson, he was a prick. Okay. The uh the big show, the Apollo, I mean they it's all I mean the, the, that uh McIntyre, I mean he goes all over the country. He's massive, he's got his Michael May, he's got his own talk show now. Very funny. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't enjoyed his talk show much. <laughs> he struggles a bit, I think, because uh, he also actually said during the first show, I'm a comedian and uh, I, I don't want to be funny. I want to be serious with these people. Yes. And he ended but up on his stomach on top of the desk and I don't know what he's, he's a He's a very strange man. I even find his uh, – I'm not a huge fan of his comedy, to tell you the truth. I mean, he's, he's funny, don't mm. get me wrong, but I find him very safe. Yeah, he's very uh, family orientated. And- yeah, there's nothing – it's like ha-ha-ha. There's nothing edgy or like – that really gets me going about his comedy. I also think his trick is when he goes to uh, Ireland, if he goes to Australia, wherever he goes, you have to know what's going on in that country. And I mean, when you went to the UK, obviously you had English people there and a lot of South Africans as well. If you go to Bloemfontein and Cape Town and Durban or whatever, do you have to change your... A little bit. You change coach? all the references and you, you kind of change it to suit the, 
the city and mm. i mean he's also got a team of writers believe yeah. it or not that that'll do that for him for his roadshow but uh yeah for yeah there's there are jokes that work in in cape town that won't work in joburg so mm. okay let's play a game i give you one word whatever comes up first go for it are you ready color blind He's the second one that said that, hey, out of six months of... That was clever. Blue is so boring and, you know, purple. Okay, here we go. Car. Motor. That was good, hey? Okay, we'll give that to him. A TV show. Piemonati. Good, because you were on there. <laughs> yes. I, I knew that. Up. Movie. Um, house. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> movie House. That's where you go to watch a movie. <laughs> Movie star. Um, bling. Comedian. Anyone. Comedian. Anyone. You said any word that comes into my head. Anyone could be a comedian. But which one? Uh, any comedian. Okay. I don't know. Chris Forrest. Cool. Okay, sport. Soccer. International band or artist? <laughs> I've never heard of... International band or artist? Yeah. Your favorite. You can't choose a favorite. <laughs> Come on. They just like asking you to choose a favorite child. It's in front of you. You can see Milton the Jones. Not bad. Uh, South African band or artist? Uh, Jack Parrot. Uh, not Steve. <laughs> okay. Uh, City. Joburg. Why? I live here. I love it here. Uh, is there potential? The, the, the buildings, the stuff they're doing in, in Central. Have you seen what's going on there? They're renovating. It's going to be one of the most amazing cities soon. So much potential if they just sort the crap out. Exactly. Um, country. Blind. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, South Africa. Okay. Animal. Planet. Oh, I thought you were going to say dog or you, you know. You cat said to me, say the first word oh, that no. comes into your mind. So you I, I just say whatever comes into my mind. Do you have any animals at home? I, I, I have three cats, all of them ginger. What are their names? Ginger one, ginger two, and ginger three. Pickle, Lola, and Rogue. Very nice. And do they sleep in the bed with you and your wife? Two of them do. You, aren't you allergic to cats? I am actually. And your eyes swell up and... Oh. No, you, you actually get desensitized. So if, if I'm around other people's cats, then, okay. then it happens. But my cats, I'm cool with. So the other cats, when you visit, they always end up on your lap. They're the first person they'll go to, and that's Chris Forrest, right? No, you have to look them in the eyes. <laughs> that's no. the trick, because you know, you know that's what happens, is people who like cats, like stare at them and be like, ah, come here, and then the cats are like, whoa, this dude's looking at me, it's freaking me out. But people who don't like cats avoid eye contact. I'll try and remember that. And, th and then they stay away. Okay, let's go for, oh, this is a good one, food. Everything. Do you cook at home? Yes. Okay. Favorite food is pizza. Pizza. Yes, don't ask me which one. And the worst topping? Worst topping on a pizza. No anchovies, please. I don't, I don't like pepper on a pizza. Why not? Green Oreo. It's, oh, come on. That it's, may, oh, like, it's delicious. No. I'd, and lots of garlic, obviously. I like lots oh. of garlic, but pepper, not so much. If you're doing a one-man show and uh, you love garlic and you know you've had a garlic for lunch and you have to go on stage, obviously they're sitting, the front row is not too, but there you are, reeking yes. of garlic. It doesn't bother you. Huh? Not at all. Okay. Uh, drink. Beer. Your favorite beer. Vintuk Lager. A bad habit. Drinking Vintuk Lager. <laughs> How many per <laughs> show? Um, I actually, I, I try and stop because I, it makes me put on weight. But you don't drink before you do any live shows. Not at Only all. after you have a couple. Yes. You're a true professional. Probably. Sometimes. Um, pet peeve. Pet peeve. Uh, people who laugh at their own jokes. And then there's another one that, that's, that's where when you lick your finger and then rub your plates and then lick your finger again, that just irritates me. Oh, your biggest fear. Uh, 
I don't know. That's a dumb answer. <laughs> Your biggest fear. I was going to say carnival people, but I don't. I know that Clowns. makes no sense. Um, I, 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 was, I, know, I actually know a guy who who has a fear of clowns, and he's not sure if it's because of the movie It or because of the time he went to the circus and a clown killed his dad. Sorry, what? Your biggest fear? Oh no, I, I don't You're know. You're not scared of anything. You're I'm scared of dog. so many things. You're scared of the dog. I don't even have a dog. Like uh, biggest inspiration. This is serious stuff now. In life or in comedy. In life, people, people around you doesn't matter. Do you love people? Do you? I both love and hate them. So sometimes you look at yeah, it's like it's people. I've, they fascinate mm. me. Okay, uh, worst gig ever in your life? Do you remember up the creek Greenwich Comedy Club, London? What happened there? Um, it's it's a club that's famous for hecklers. It lets the hecklers in for free. Oh. And um and I kind of went there, and then the MC is a, a man who is well known. He used to go, oh, the next act could be good, could be crap, doesn't really matter, does it? And um and so he introduced me. He said, "How do you want to be introduced?" I said, "Just say anything except for the fact that I'm from South Africa, because especially in those days, I just thought we were a bunch of racist bastards." Mm. And so he went on stage. He's like, oh, "Next act's from South Africa." I was in South Africa not so long ago. Uh, didn't know what jokes to do, so I said, "Why can't Stevie Wonder read all right? Because he's black." Anyway, anyway, all the way from South Africa, yeah, it was Chris Forrest. And then I just got hate for, I think it was a 15-minute set, and they just sort of sat there staring at me like like I just crawled out of a peach or something. And then yeah. halfway through the set, some guy went, yeah, crap, mate. Um, but he used a different word. And then uh, then I was like, didn't know what to do, because in South Africa, audience is very polite. And uh, so I was just like, whoa, I don't know what to do here. And I just carried on with the set, and... To complete silence, every now and then one of them would go, ooh, uh, Malcolm, because they called the MC, his name was Malcolm Hardy. Malcolm. And um, yeah, just died properly. That's not on video anywhere, huh? No. Okay, thank goodness. No. And then uh, the best gig you've ever, ever done in your life, the night when, as you walked on, you had the people there. I, uh, <laughs> it's difficult to choose. I, I'm there's a few that stand out. My first one ever was amazing because I'd never felt that feeling before. Um, the first really big one um, with, with Joe Parker in Peter Maritzburg. Uh, the first ever heavyweight comedy jam I did. I literally couldn't sleep because I was on such a, an adrenaline rush. And then uh, the, I headlined a Blacks Only gig once, which was also it was an amazing one that I really had to go sit by myself and chill because I was just buzzing so much. A comedy in South Africa, um, like the UK, Australia, New Zealand, America. I mean, America, it's massive. Even in Germany, they have one comedian, I think. Yes, now, they, they do. He's very funny. Yeah. He goes to England quite often. Yeah. And he sits there. On, I think it's on uh, QI. I've seen him on the week that wasn't or something yeah, like that. Or would I lie to you? Yeah. That was the one I saw him on. Now, uh, the future for comedy in this country. Because I, I think what happened was it started. There was this explosion. It, I mean, I think it was 3,000 people there. One of these king size massive. That, that is that's not where it really started. One. That's not. The, that's the one I went to, and I thought, "Wow, this is this is going to." But then what happened was every week they try to do it, and it killed it. Didn't you think? It killed the big gigs. The mm. the smaller ones still happen, and it's 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 an amazing industry in South Africa because it's kind of evolved. Like it's it's very representative, um, without it being forced. Mm. So you know, like like. It it's there's there's comedians from all races and whatever and it's it's actually spread to all parts of the country and it's it's kind of like you, you when I first started out there was the the Randburg Waterfront 
Um, it was then called the Funny Farm, and there was hurricanes on a Thursday, and nothing else. Now there's probably about seven or eight different gigs easily a week in Joburg, which is still nothing compared to, say, London, where mm. on any given Saturday there's 50 comedy gigs just in London. Um, but it is it's growing all the time, and, and it's it's amazing to see how it has grown and and changed and morphed, and there's so many good young comics coming through. It actually worries me a little bit. Yeah, uh, soon you'll be out of a job and you'll have to uh, book them. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> you can sit at home and, and, and they're so much more <laughs> professional these days. When I when talking about the, the 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 old comedy jams, when we first started, there'd be like these massive buckets of booze, and there would be like a crate of water that would go untouched. And by the end of the night, the booze was completely finished, and the water was still there. And it was it was one of the blacks only gigs I did about two years ago. Where the booze was completely untouched and the water had been finished, I was like, "What? <laughs> These people who take their job seriously." When you saw Trevor Noah, uh, everybody spoke about it when he went on the Jay Leno show. I think it was one of the first big, and you know, can you imagine uh, one day you're going to be there? <laughs> I want you there. I think you'll be very interesting. And uh, can you imagine Trevor Noah walking out in front of that American? But he, he pulled it off. I think Tre- Trevor's and- a phenomenal talent. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. I remember the first time I saw Trevor. It's a, a bit of a weird story. He came up to me at Cool Runnings in Melville. And he said, hi, Chris. This is my first gig. I, yeah, I'm looking for management. What advice can you give me? And I said to him, dude, don't bother with management. You, don't even, you haven't even done a paid spot yet. Management is just going to take 20% of whatever you earn. Just start doing comedy, get good, then talk management. And he went on stage and I watched him. And as he walked off, I went up to him and I said, I'll manage <laughs> He's just amazing. But the, because you were so nice to him, um, maybe he'll give you the call and say, come to America with me. Uh, I remember, Chris, in that little place in Melville, you were nice to me. Yes, back in the day. But he's doing a big show here at Monty, eh? June. He's doing the Nate. It's going to be massive. Let's not talk about his show. Let's talk about my show. Yeah. I'll be at the Santon Theatre on the Square from the 19th to the 31st of May doing Who's Your Daddy? Is it sold out already? Um, it's only just gone on the market, so it's not sold out yet. Let me know when it's sold. I want to come to that show because this show is designed for people that are pregnant, people <laughs> their first what? kid, and people with three or four kids or whatever. It's going to be very funny. Huh? It's 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 designed for them. But I, I, my director is a guy called Bevan Cullen and who's never had kids, and I made sure with him that it would still be funny to people who've never had kids. Okay. I want to come and watch that show. What can people uh, expect from you after that? I mean, uh, in the next uh, short term, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, I'm actually doing another another one-man show, a cooking show, believe it or not, with one of the judges from MasterChef. Wow. With uh, Pete, Pete Goffwood. It's a, a show about cooking and sex called Don't Burn Your Sausage. Um, so we're taking it to Grahamstown, and we're going to see what happens with it from there. I think it's going to be a hit. <laughs> Barney and Friends. Barney Simon, Jacaranda FM.